he was he was mad at me back way back then. It was the one story he didn't really want me to tell because he didn't want to be viewed as some sort of like angry dude. Greg Hardy ish person. Yeah, Greg Hardy ish. <laughs> And then he punched me, and they revealed the pictures a year later. Greg, Greg Schneidy. And it hurt. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, that by the way you live your life, sure. you're close to God. Sure. Because you live, you're kind to people, you take care of people, you're not malicious, you're not self-serving. So if Luke is God, I gotta, I'm in. <laughs> If he had the final call. <laughs> Luke has a giant ego. All right. He does not believe he is God. All right, you can come in. You sit in the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> I sing I said, so what you doing after the show? She goes, I'm just going to go with my husband over there. And he goes, that's your husband? Ah. Ah. <laughs> so close. <laughs> I sing Birthday cake. They're fucking exquisite. All right. Yep. Luke's <laughs> Luke's Oreo review. <laughs> they are exquisite. I was right. Hey everybody. Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey buddy. Hey gang. Savannah. Shut the fuck up. We're talking about social and political events. She's going to steal it. Yes, How you been, really man? Listened. Good. Yeah? You? Uh, Back from Vegas? A little bit uh It was like a mild hangover from Vegas because I didn't get to go like crazy when I was out there. Every day started with me waking up right around 6 a.m., getting dressed. You got to hit the monorail up by 7. You got to be in the booth right around 7.45 with the amount of walking that you have to do to get from New York, New York Casino to the convention center and all that fun stuff. Booth opens up at 8. People start swarming the place. By 5 o'clock, you're just like, oh, fuck, that hurt. So it's like a bartending all day because you're always on your feet, you know? Right. You sit down during the lulls, which happen during lunch and everything, but it is a... It's an incredible show. It's all automotive. It's called SEMA, not semen, which that joke went around many times during the trip. So I'm sure. Yeah, I'm tired of it. And everyone thinks they're the original. Uh, you went to the semen show? <laughs> no one else can figure out. It sounds similar. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a huge automotive show, and I'm not a car guy. Yeah. So I, I'm lucky enough to go to this thing, which is great, but... I get some uh, very jealous people that have heard about the show for the last 30 years and like, what the fuck do you get to go there for? I'm like, well, I sell the hand tools. Can you get me in? It's not open to the general public, so it's sweet. So it's only people there with money. Nice. (laughs) So everybody, you know, comes out and I worked the show with Allison and she was absolutely fantastic behind the booth. She does not take shit from anybody, which is quality because there's so many girls in the – the booth gear, like they wear like these really skimpy dresses and they got the cleavage hanging out and they're like, just come to our booth. <laughs> and yeah. you stand in front of the car. It's like the Simpsons. Oh, you, you know? Yeah. So she's sitting there. She's so not you dressed come like with the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. So she's sitting behind the booth and uh, I kind of let her do her thing. I don't want to interrupt any conversation. You don't want 
two people talking at the same time because it becomes kind of annoying. So it's only when she has like an extra question, like, hey, can you do this to burn of a 332nd inch drill hole in the press? I'm like, okay. Well, okay, we okay. just lost all of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit like that, but here, here's where they come back. So she's kind of a, I don't want to use the word asshole, but she really doesn't like when people uh, just kind of demeanor to the boobs behind the booth kind right. of deal. So guys like asking hey so uh what kind of deal can you give me on the uh the set here and she goes well that's 50 bucks well what about this one right here well that's 50 bucks too so what do you give me for both of them uh, i'll take a hundred dollars yeah. and he did a whole squad of his guys just fucking laughing at him and he's like wait, wait you can't do math <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said to him sorry i don't know if it was a clear but <laughs> it's it's a simple addition champ you know yeah I'm like, that's fantastic. So she's a keeper. Did he buy the tool? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he did. He's right. He's like, well, I can get him. You can get him elsewhere if you'd like. I don't give a shit. And that, you know, she doesn't. That's always she, good for sales. She doesn't take any shit. It's odd. No, well, I've, I've used that in the pizza industry. Yeah. <clears throat> and you, you, well, I can get this at Pizza Hut for 12. All right. Well, then go to Pizza <laughs> go Hut. Go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> you're not. You're but you also get a Pizza Hut pizza. So. <laughs> So yeah, it was it was a lot of events like that. Some dudes like wanted to take pictures with her and stuff like that, which is really strange. But uh, you know, she's, oh, she's, she's take pretty it cool. as a compliment. Yeah, you know? that's what I say. Hey, pretty girl, let's take a picture. These three, maybe she's someone's cigar girl. She's someone's she's cigar tool so. show girl. Yeah, she's like go. a tool time girl. They had these three big dudes, and I don't know if it's relevant to the story, but they're all Mexican. Because they had really thick accents. It was almost like stereotype. Hey, man, how you doing? You know, it's just, it's really. So they all come to the booth. Can I break into a car with these tools? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We'd like to apologize to the two Mexican listeners we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the guy, one of the guys is like, hey, you know, what are you drinking? What are you drinking, lady? And she's like, I'm not drinking anything behind the booth. He's like, hi, hey, I got a beer for you. <laughs> he hands her a Modelo. And she goes, oh, thanks. That's sweet. I have a picture of her on my phone, so I'll definitely show it to you. And he says, so what you doing after the show? And she goes, I'm just going to go with my husband over there. And he goes, that's your husband? Ah. ah. <laughs> so close. No, no you weren't. In other words, it's like, that's not your husband. Come on. I'm like, thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. the old fucking well, boost in my uh, ego. Well, I I'm mean, a little lawn gnome. She did marry down. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Luke. I can always count on you to say the. I was about truth. to. Yeah, I thought you were about to say like, Luke you know, truth. Nick. Don't let anybody say shit to you. You're a good guy. No, no. Just what have I ever fucking? Come on. <laughs> One day I'm gonna get a compliment out of Luke. I'm gonna try. I said you're 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 a quality friend. <laughs> uh, what'd you do while I was gone? I worked. Took care of my wife. Yeah, she's still hurting. Yep, she's laid up, hurting. Uh, Listen to her tell me the same stories <laughs> about her ankle, where it hurts, why it hurts, what it feels like. Is there a video of this? She has pictures, a sequen- sequential of pictures. And you okay. can actually see her ankle, kind of. I won't look at it. I caught, like, a glimpse of it. You're just, uh, like... I've seen too many, too many arms and wrists and ankles get snapped where they dangle and bend and you just go oh, oh this is me asking amy on the show amy can i put those pictures on our website because i really want to do that she'd probably do it all right that's cool of course i want to show them to the public. she's about 15 episodes behind so. that's that's okay she'll catch up so yeah in about two years when <laughs> <laughs> she'll put them up. um 
so I was me. We were gonna we were gonna call you, me and Ali, just late night. But we we started turning in so early because we were just dead. Um, but we kept walking about uh, around this place called Fat Tuesday. Are you familiar with it? No. It's, I mean, I know what Fat Tuesday is, but, but not not the actual the day. The it, there's multiple locations throughout Vegas. It's kind of like Starbucks. They're just everywhere. Okay. And those are the places that have the yard of daiquiri that we've talked about. And it was a congregation of woo girls at every one of them. Oh, and yeah. So we say that's where they're they're formed, like a caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they that's walk their, out, <laughs> that's their breeding ground. Yeah, you don't realize they're a woo girl until they walk into this environment and they, they start to look at each other. They're all over. Apparently, one of them decided to start doing cartwheels in her skimpy dress at the oh. whiskey bar. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I was two minutes behind and I missed it, and nobody filmed it for me, so I don't have that audio. But I do have some audio of woo girls saying woo, which is awesome. So you put that on the broadcast. Oh, I think we have to. <laughs> So, yeah, I was back in fucking Grand Central Station of those yeah, wonderful, Amy, wonderful Amy women. Amy still occasionally brings up me me pointing out woo girls before they wooed <laughs> on, our, on our honeymoon. We walked around the corner, and they were taking a picture, and I go, see that? That's woo girls. And she goes, how do you know? I go, just wait. Just wait for and it. And I snapped the picture. Woo! <laughs> and she starts laughing. I'm like, yep, that's woo girls. So, yeah, I'm so in charge was the battle cry this week. Amongst our big group, we have a couple friends. Uh, Andrew, Samurai Andrew was out there with us. Oh, was he? 25-year-old kid in Las Vegas. That's basically the dream right there. 25-year-old. With money would be with, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had uh, Jake and Megan who uh, who came with us last year. And uh, very, very nice. Treated us to some uh, nice cigars and everything. So we went back to your old haunt. The Casa de Fuente. Mm. And we searched for pictures of her, but we could not find her. She was Cigar on the website girl. for a while. Yeah, she was. It was well, she was exquisite. She, Cigar Girl in that outfit was... Little Salma Hayek, as we called her, right? Uh, I didn't put that on her. I, but... She kind of looked better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, her and Grape Girl, that trip. But that was, a, that was a tough trip for me. That was the week I found out my ex-wife was leaving. <laughs> well, I hate to laugh at your pain. And but... <laughs> gra- but the funny thing was, Grape Girl was from uh, Manhattan, I think, Illinois. Yeah, she if was. I remember somewhere down that way. And she and had I'm had like, Aurelio's Pizza. I'm like, if you're ever in town, you call me. <laughs> She's eternally. She must not have ever been in town because she, she never called. We didn't have a show she could listen to. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I gave her my. I remember, I gave her my number. I'm like, if you're ever in town, if you're ever in town, you tried. I, yeah, I, I would have thrown the bone. I had her. to get. I had to get back on the horse, man. Yeah, that was. We don't talk about Voldemort anymore on the show. So yeah. we well, went and that that was the week we went. And I put down my credit card and we started doing shots of Patron. And then you we, never do shots either. It's, no, no, it's a rare occurrence. It was a night where I I kind of turned a corner and went fuck her. <laughs> then me, you, and Jonah. And then we started playing war with the nudie cards. It was classic. That was on Outback, Outback Steakhouse. So here's a I don't know if you no, that wasn't this. at Outback. That was at the bar. You did it at the bar, but then it moved to Outback. It moved to Outback eventually. So um, we might have mentioned this on the show before, but I'll give you a quick game. If you're ever there in Las Vegas with a bunch of friends, guys, girls, it doesn't matter. Collect all the nudie cards that they give you on the streets. On the streets, there's always a vendor. They're always handing out cars for there's cards. a line of them. Yeah, there's this. You know, it's, it becomes so annoying after a while. But if you get enough, you'll have a reasonable stack, a deck, if you we will. We probably had about two hundred. Yeah. And then if you get the cards, wherever you're going, whatever establishment of like eating at or anything like that, you all take a card from the top of the deck. You don't look at it, and you all throw it down simultaneously. So what did we say? Blondes beat brunettes. No, no, that was nothing double, to do with hair it was, color. I thought it was. 
It was made up as we went along. It, well, there was a double. There was there a double was the, team. There trumped. Was, yeah, double team. Okay. Double team was a trumper. Okay. So two girls going at it, um, and they would star out like nipples, the vagina, the butthole. So if you got a four star, because if they could get all of those into the picture, that's what it was. Where they had the twist. So that was a trumper, and we would just decide, and we would make up the shit as we went along. We'd be like. You know, and if I'm not we'd mistaken, be like, oh, we got a, a four star against a four star and then we against, the a du- against a double team. And we'd be like, yes, but the double team has interracial lesbian oh, sex. Yes. So that would win. You know, and then we'd laugh and move on. So if I'm not mistaken, the server had to call it if there was a tie. We did at one point. Exactly. And he enjoyed that. <laughs> Get your staff involved. It's always funny, man. But that was when we went with Jonah's like thousand dollars in outback steakhouse gift certificates i think we'll let him tell that story i got a jonah story today oh nice and, yeah uh, but well, then but the but the, we had the same server like five times and he's a good man and <laughs> i got sick of outback steakhouse but you can get meat poisoning we uh we we tipped him huge because we weren't paying for dinner so we tipped him shit. he probably collected a hundred dollars from us every time we went and we were getting all those drinks for free too yeah that's a good oh do you hear that? The wife's working out. Either that or she has a gentleman call her over. <laughs> if it ends quickly, it's Jonah. <laughs> Damn you! Um, By the way, we, the, the ceiling was squeaking. Like, you could hear it. I don't know if you want to start with anything particular. I got topics that we... Um, well, there's a couple things that were right. in my head. Uh, the one was the uh, Carly Florina. Fiorina. I can never say her name right. Uh, went, went back on The View after they said she looked demented. Okay. After after criticizing Donald Trump for criticizing her face, they said she went demented. She was she looked demented. So the girls on the View, ladies, yeah. excuse me, whatever, said Carly Fiorina, yeah, looked demented. Looked demented. Her face looked demented is what they said. So did they mean she just looked angry? Because I mean, I would look angry. They if somebody used said the I word demented. Sh- okay, so they used demented. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know the. Technical definition. I think it's like sort of that crazy psychopath thing. Yeah, because I've been saying that about Michelle Bachman when she was running for president back in 2012. She looked crazy as shit with her big googly eyes. She had big fucking eyes. Yeah, and but they they had criticized Trump for criticizing her looks. I don't think she's that bad of a looking woman. I mean, she's what in her fifties or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean. Shit! I hope I look somewhat. She went back on and basically she had said, "I you know I dare them to call." Me that say that to my face, and so she sat on the view. She went on the view, and Whoopi uh, Goldberg. Oh, yeah, I and, Bill Cosby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, is Whoopi Goldberg calling anyone ugly? Since she may be the, she's ugly, not, one of the she's, ugliest she's a humans alive. Woman. Yeah, and by handsome you mean manly looking. Um, <laughs> like the predator head. Of and baby. you know, I was curious to see, and I don't think I don't think she slam dunked it as far as like getting back at them because they were like, "We're comedians, we're comedians," which is the rub because none of them are funny. But uh, <laughs> they're like, you need to have a thicker skin. And she and her point basically was um, that, you know, you, you, you point to my looks, but you don't talk openly about the, the, the views with me. So they started to. For sure. And then they kept cutting her off, saying she was wrong. Well, um, that's, that's not a good argument. And so they kept like she would she would start talking about things. And it wasn't really – and I, I guess the point of the whole thing that aggravated me was if the roles had been reversed. Let's say that – You mean as men or is it something else? No, like just the, the political side. Say say Carly, for lack of better judgment, had s- decided to criticize the looks of the people on The View. All right. 
they would have fucking freaked out. Of course, they have a podium. So it's a yeah. double standard, you know. I mean, that's and I always, you know, I'll, Amy watches Channel Seven and doesn't really choose to watch The View, but sometimes it'll be on. And I've I, never, I'll, never seen one episode of The I'll View. I'll catch my a glimpse. Of, and I, always, I only see re- clips that somebody yeah, will play. That's so. mostly what I see, but I always refer to it as my view okay. or our view because <laughs> it's not, you know. And I thought I, I think I've said this before when the, the show first came out. And they had Barbara Walters introducing the show, and they had all these different types of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, most of them were, were, were left-leaning with the exception And they would of, have, like, one token. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was Republican. like they had, you know, Barbara would kind of go back and forth and be the moderator, and she's not on anymore, really. Which was the um, show, when you think about it. I mean, she had um, credibility. But now they, just, they badger people. There's, like, the four harpies that badger people that don't agree with them. And that's it got to the point where I'm like, all right, so it's called Our View. Basically, yeah. you're going to hear what we think. And there's no, and I thought I thought it was an interesting concept for a show, and then they just kind of they but started. They try to do that on Fox with the uh, the Fox News. They have like three conservative hosts and that one fat dude who's the left leaning guy. Yeah, and it's just you know there's there's you can't do a show like that because you can't have this one lone voice. You can't have one conservative yeah, voice well, in a in a room full of lefters because it doesn't make for good audio. It's right. all about the zing. They talk them down. They yeah. talk over them. They cut them off. They try to make a point. That's why our and, show is awesome. Which is what, <laughs> well, that's what what, <laughs> what Carly was trying to say was, um, you know, you don't let people finish. You don't let, no. you, there's no, you, if you want to ask me an honest question and get my honest answer, don't cut me off and tell me I'm wrong, but not offer a factual sure. response. I think she said something about the Planned Parenthood and the videos of the selling parts and the Planned Parenthood actually came out this week and said we're not going to sell parts anymore no see see, no they they said oh that never happened and it's like come on listen I can disagree with you about the Planned Parenthood stuff we can go back and forth about you know what was factually true and not true about that stuff but when Carly Fiorina decided that with all the evidence that was presented to her was doctored edited stretched out she regardless she she didn't want to take that at face value. I'm like, look, there's been independent people that have looked at these videos, yeah, and they say it's fake. They've not, they've taken they footage. Didn't say no, it's no, fake. listen, they've they taken s- footage from different things that have nothing to do with Planned Parenthood, and they spliced they it in there. Now, not, would that they looked at the full audio and said that the edited stuff that, right. because they edited it out for time and obviously entertainment because they put in the letters of you know the the so there's obviously editing for the video. But they said nothing of substance was taken out. It was taken out like bathroom breaks, crap like that. I, I, I've, I've seen so many. I've looked at PolitiFact. I've looked at factcheck.org. They've looked. There is nothing there. But she refused to take that at face value. So, again, I didn't see the View interview. But when you tell somebody, look, people have looked then into Then why it. would Planned people Parenthood have looked come out it. and say we're not going to do this anymore? I didn't see anything with Planned Parenthood in the last yeah, week. Yeah, it came so. out this is the past week. She said, we're not going to do that. So they denied it happening, but they're not going to do it anymore. The only thing Planned Parenthood was doing was accepting money for shipments of basically what we would call, what what's the phrase that they use for I don't remember. a fetus remains or something the, like that. I haven't that. seen the, a specimen it's like or whatever. The cool and transportation of parts, you know, no woman that has an abortion can have her remains used for any scientific purposes such as stem cell research unless they sign off on that stuff. And there's nobody harvesting organs or baby parts. What it, I mean, what is that kind so of... So the video of the old woman, which was the first one I saw, the video of the old woman saying, 
the Lamborghini you, one or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Saying I'm going to get a Lamborghini. But basically the, the one that got me was, well, if you get an intact brain, it's okay. this. If you get an intact like liver, it's this. You know, and they're saying, well, how much do you sell it for? They're like, why don't you throw me, ballpark me a price? And I, I watched that, and I'm like, that's not edited. Okay. They, they didn't put words into her mouth. Okay. It was a very clear video of her basically negotiating a price for the parts. The only They can't sell parts. There's been no record of no, any No, they're not selling. supposed to sell parts. If you have a fucking, just a vile individual that manages to circumvent some sort of system and sell parts... First of so all, tell me what, like what are the parts? Videos? What are the parts for? Where'd they get nine videos? You, you know what I don't I'm know. I'm not a. I'm not a, a doctor. And neither are you. Yeah. So there's obviously some industry for these parts. I if if somebody would love to fill me in, conservative liberal doesn't make a difference. Fill me in. Tell me what the nefarious scheme is here. Because if it's for stem cell research, I'm not saying yeah, it could be a, for a good. It could be for a good cause. But the yeah. fact is, it is illegal to do that. Yes. and they were doing it. Yeah. And I've, nobody was legally doing it. Oh, come on. It's no, don't illegal say, come on. to do it. I'm just saying, if somebody was illegally doing oh, it, show me who was doing on. it. I showed you nine videos, but you guys say they're whoa, 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 Let me, whoa, let me whoa, ask whoa. you this. Do we whoa. edit this show? Huh? Do we edit this yes, show? Yes, I do edit okay. this show. Okay. Does that make what we say on the show, like I can go, well, I never said that. If it's on the show and you hear it on the show and may say you edit out me going, um, um, oh. um, before I say it, it's edited. It's bullshit. It's a fucking. It's a. It's a loophole they're trying to squeeze through. Now listen, all right. You can't just say they were doing a legal activity when nobody's been charged with a crime. That's BS, and that's on you if you don't want to believe it. All right. So so, so nothing, wait a second. Nothing's illegal till you so, get charged. Tell me this: Were they investigated? So if I say, were they investigated? I don't answer know. the question. I don't know. Yes, they were investigated by the FBI. Several times, and they've had these videos looked at. So several if times. I, if I take out a vial of blow and start doing it on the table, and no one, no one charges me with anything is it legal or illegal i got your back it's illegal but i got your back no, okay no. so it's illegal so you think this is a massive cover-up for planned parenthood i don't know if it's massive i know they have people on their on their staff that were doing it whether clandestinely or otherwise i think after the show i will present you with the, what i've seen and you have reasonable sources that are right in the middle that they don't they don't have a horse in this race they just want the truth all right not snopes <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at their sources and they cite the activity, because I'd be happy to condemn Planned Parenthood if they're selling baby parts for whatever fucking reason. It doesn't make any sense. All right. So when you present somebody like this is actually the truth. Now, do you choose to believe what is being presented to you? Say, no, I don't believe it. That's bullshit. Fine. Then there's no way to convince Carly Fiorina of the truth. But if you have all these people but saying, saying this the, is the real but deal, you're saying it's the truth. Then she sounds like a crazy person. If you have a consensus they, of people leaning no, left crazy, and right crazy. and the there's middle a, saying a, this is the if truth. There's, it's, so everyone that doesn't think this is crazy. No, 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 no. It's not thinking a certain See, belief the, system. But that's the whole that is has become the whole freaking mantra is if you don't agree with us, you're crazy or you're demented or you're you're a, a Bible beater or you're this. No, or you're no, 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 no. And that's it's, it's a lot of you're twisting it. You're twisting it. Twisting it. I'm no. looking at the goddamn video. No, You have to look at the facts of the video. If somebody says to you two plus two equals four. That's a fact. Okay. If somebody tells you, Luke, that these videos were edited and footage was spliced in from other videos completely unrelated to Planned Parenthood, and you say, I don't believe it, yeah, I could take, then, then I could you're take just a, being crazy. I could take a 30-second clip okay. from one video, unedited, co constantly running, and it proved my point to me. Because she basically was saying, for this price, I will give you this. 
That's what was said. And then the video did also. They and did then, not she, present, then she followed up with, I'm going to buy a Lamborghini with these profits. Did they also not present in that video what they claim to be footage of aborted children and the, and the scientists working on them that had absolutely nothing to do with Planned Parenthood? And that's, well, that's what Carly Fiorina said. I, own, I saw the dead babies. Own, that's their own political thing. But I've seen I've I went to Catholic school. So they you're show. saying it was slanted to prove a point? Well, of course it is. They're well, right leaning, but that doesn't change the fact. Does the left does the left slant okay. things and use it as a political? Okay. I mean, I saw. Couldn't I saw, they couldn't they prove their point with just the video of the lady saying the Lamborghini line? I don't know. I don't know what their motives are. I've never met the people. Well, they're obviously motives but I've to seen, shut it down. I've well, of course, but that's I I I've seen. The parts of the video that prove something to me. I've seen abortion videos. They showed them to us in high school. I had to watch them too. Yeah. yeah. So we both went to Catholic school, so they showed that stuff. That, but, was, yeah, um, that was kind of strange. Now that the, I think about showing it. the pictures of the babies doesn't really mean much to me because I've seen it. It's like I've seen it. Not, not mean much, but well, it, didn't, was the it didn't change part of the it. The part that I saw that really meant something to me was the woman saying, you throw me a price, I'll sell you these, and then I'm going to buy a Lamborghini with the profits. And it wasn't exactly said like that, but essentially, no, if that I was, remember, it was that more was like, not uh, edited. Uh, that wasn't edited. That was her saying it. Yeah, negotiating and I believe she's been fired and everything. So, but then they yeah. had like nine more videos. I don't. I of basically seen, the same thing. I have to take a look at these other videos. The but same thing again. You said this last week, and maybe there's maybe something. there's ten freaking clandestine people that go out and do it. But if you're a representative of how many times have you seen? Uh, Oh, someone at this turned down the service of a cop. Oh, let's boycott that place. Well, it's one person, but they're representing that place. Yep. You see it all the time. They jump on the fucking boycott wagon. You know, they're wanting to boycott. The fucking Christians want to boycott fucking Starbucks because they took the snowflakes off their damn cups because they don't want it to be Christmas, but they got the red cups. I, I was... I'm like, are you fucking people whoa, serious? Whoa, 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 okay. Let's have you seen that? that? No, Man, I have been no idea what you're talking about. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. They were bitching and moaning. <laughs> and they're saying, let's trick them by when they put ask for your name, you say Merry Christmas. Because they used to have this. And I don't go to Starbucks very so often. So wait a second. This is a Christian movement? Against it's, Starbucks? Well, it's online. It's, you know, it's, it's, okay. I don't, it's, but it's people Somebody saying, claiming to be Christian or something. Well, it's a lot of people talking okay, okay. about it. But it was on one of the you know one of the things I see on Facebook, and I look at the video. They're like, "You won't believe what Starbucks did," and I'm sitting there trying to remember what the Starbucks cups look like for the holidays. And, I, and somebody actually came in and said they had snowflakes or things like that on them. Well, they took that off, and it's just a plain red cup. Okay, okay? that's what I see every. So people lately. are losing their goddamn mind because over they took wanting snowflakes, to, wanting to boycott Starbucks. And I'm like, and I commented, I said, "Are you fucking? Do you think one?" That God cares if you prank Starbucks in his name. Like, that's because they like, say your name's Merry Christmas. Then they have to write it on the cup. You know, I'm like, is this a big, I go, freaking coffee. It's not their job to push your political beliefs or anyone's political beliefs yeah. or religious beliefs or anything. I'm like. This is fascinating. I go. And I, because I don't know, understand the logic of the boycott. It's the same as the people that boycott fucking Chick-fil-A. <laughs> there is no reason. Uh, the, oh, he, no, see, the owner doesn't one, agree with me. The that, owner doesn't agree. Okay. See, oh, shut up. I don't I, I don't disagree with you. Both sides are crazy. I understand that one at least. Okay, okay, the owner hates gay people or doesn't want to have anything to do with gay marriage. Okay, I'm not going to eat Chick-fil-A. I'm making some sort of weird political stance. But the Starbucks one doesn't make sense to me because it's snowflakes. 
Right? I, they may have been a Christmas How, tree on or okay. something. But, but a Christmas tree is a German symbol. At all. <laughs> yeah, but, they, but I, 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 that bothers oh, me when people go back to... Oh, they go back to, like, they go, oh, it's pagan this and this is... Okay, but it's become Christian, so deal with it. You, you go back to the... Or we have yeah. to come up with our own thing. Dude, I know Jewish people that put up Christmas trees. Why wouldn't you put up a Christmas tree? Christmas trees are awesome. I, that's what I'm saying. Nobody's it banning goes Christmas back trees. to the people that fucking constantly, constantly, constantly got to find something silly to complain about. I know people that are mad at me because I don't have a real Christmas tree. I have a fake one. Oh, I've heard that too. Yeah, it's like, oh, they that's go, not the same. I'm like, well. That, it's not the same for you. You're not invited I, over Christmas, I, so. I'm not, I'm not a Christian, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you did make the sign of the cross at my wedding. I have it on video. Yes, I did. And I, I do it at church every every year. I do it for them. Does that mean anything? No, seriously, I, you got to tell me if it. The if, sign of the cross. Well, it's just. It's, no, I mean, I know what it means because I was going to, I was basically yeah. raised Catholic, but I'm just saying. Is there something I don't know? If you make the sign, are you saying automatically that I do classify just, myself a, as a Christian? It's a Christian act. I thought it was more of a— Actually, it's a Catholic act. I because, thought it, yeah. Because uh, my ex-wife was Methodist, and she didn't know what the— Sign of the cross was. No, no, no. She knew the sign of the cross. I'm sorry. It was the— uh, uh, before Body the and gospel, blood Christ? The, the, no, before the gospel when you, you make the cross on your, oh, your yeah, forehead, yeah, yeah. your lips, and your heart. And so I had to explain to her what that was. See, we were both Catholic boys growing up, so I mean, I... I just like to mock you for it. People, even... I read the Bible straight through three separate times, and I gotta tell you, it's a a long read. It's tough to get through that Leviticus part. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He begat. He begat to hard and to hard to hard. You know, like, oh, damn it. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, you just skipped that part. (laughs) No, I don't don't think God read that part. No, I was kind of wondering if that's... I, I always considered that if you make the sign of a cross, if you're visiting somebody's Christian church, I thought it was more of a respect thing. Oh, that works. Yeah. I just like to pick on you for it oh, because okay. it makes me laugh. I, I didn't know if it's like, oh, crap, now I'm Christian again. <laughs> no, I think there's a little more to it. I mean, but, you know, people are constantly – here's the here's the thing that really bothers me, and you may remember this. I don't know if you ever saw it. Your sister-in-law, Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple years back. Put, she listens to the show. Let's, she put, <laughs> let's put Christ back in, in Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, and she's the a thing. Okay. church goer and everything. And I saw it, and I liked it, and I went, that's nice, you know. Yes. Um, Chloe's a, a, a cool girl. Got a good heart. You she know. follows her mom's sentiment to the T. So. Um, and some girl that was friends with her on Facebook went on and started tearing into her and put up, the Bible is bullshit and all this stuff, and put all these like things on there of where the Bible contradicts itself. And I'm watching this and I'm like, but that Chloe wasn't the argument. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe didn't, didn't say that. Didn't put it on her wall. I'm 100% didn't, on yours and Chloe's side. Did not tag her in it. Yeah. Chloe chose in her own, in her own social media to put some of her beliefs out there. She made if a belief. you disagree, but you're quote unquote friends with Chloe. Just be quiet, <laughs> okay? Or say you know, or or start a reasonable discussion. But she started tearing into her. I'm all for starting the reasonable discussion. If you, if Chloe felt strongly enough to put that out there, yeah, which is something that I would never do. Ne- that in a million years that I'd be like, you know, well, Obama's not. an okay guy. <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. Well, you'd be wrong. Big fan of Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, but see, look at if I did that. All right. Probably not the same as put the Christ back in Christmas because that's more of a religious bait than political. But if I did that, I would almost expect 
the backlash to happen, especially because I have tons of conservative friends and be like, well, fuck your shit. I jumped in on this girl (laughs) and I went the fuck off. I think I remember this, too. I was like, where do you have the audacity Mm -hmm. to go on and beat her down? I said, whether you disagree or agree with what she's saying. This is what has helped make her the person she is. She has a good heart. She's nice to people. She, you know, lives a good life. You know, why would you tear that down? I said, I can go on the, I can bring up Google and Google fucking Bible contradictions myself. I said, but I could also Google atheist contradictions. I go, and I could post that to rip you down too. I said, she was an atheist and she started, yeah, she didn't believe in God. And she's talking about, and she immediately, I think she went to Providence with Chloe. And she, she immediately said, uh, I'm like, where do you get that you think you know so much? She goes, from the King James Bible, the same one I read at, school with chloe i said well that tells me you're stupid because catholics don't use the king james bible mm-hmm. you moron you know and i went off and she started backpedaling and chloe was texting me like go get him my mom says you're doing awesome she was showing her mom i went off on this girl because it's not that i <laughs> it's probably the only facebook conversation chloe's mom has ever looked at yeah <laughs> not that i agreed or disagreed with chloe mm-hmm. but i agreed with her ability to put that on her wall yeah. and not re- be persecuted for it. And this girl was – it wasn't like, I disagree with you, here's why. It was basically calling her stupid mm-hmm. and all this shit. And I wish – Chloe, if you can find the conversation and bring it up because – and Chloe was like texting me like, you know, go get her. And I said, I got your back. No worries. You don't even need to say a word. And I was ripping this girl up. And she ended up like just backing out and I think defriending Chloe or something. You know, besides the the – you and me have never talked about religion on the show with the exception of like um episode uh, 33 when Rodney and Adam were on and episode by the thir- by the, because that's when we did the little group episode and you know, i remember Jesus was 33 when he died holy shit that's right <laughs> that also makes you christian <laughs> <laughs> no but i remember talking about religion but i was i was already three sheets to the wind cuz i was drinking wine all night like yeah yeah guys you know it's not my thing man but i mean like and apparently you'd be become Matthew McConaughey. Right? Hey, I drive a Lincoln <laughs> to space <laughs> into a black hole. What? <laughs> that episode's got a lot of listens. Apparently we talk about it enough where people want to see how, de- how terrible it is. <laughs> I got a bubble in my throat. Um like, what what are your what are your views on religion? I don't think I've ever even asked because you know you define yourself as Catholic. Yeah. But I mean like are you a I go to church every Sunday, or do you kind of like say, "All right, this is as far as my Catholicism really reaches." Well, you know? um, my views on religion, yeah, this, personally I, or in general. I think personally, because in general, um, that's when that's I'm when a you're Catholic. All right, I know what I'm supposed to do. I don't always do it. Mm-hmm. Um, first, first of all, church. Go to church. I go sometimes. Is it like once a month, or would you? It just depends. Yeah. I don't really have a set, you know. Um, I went last week, didn't go this morning. I got you. Um, I should go more. I, you know, it, it's what what. It's not that I miss that bothers me as much as sometimes why I miss mm-hmm. just because I'm being lazy. Um, but I don't think anyone is ever going to find a religion that is one hundred percent in line with their thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's always exceptions, but 
you sometimes I kind of go, mm, you know, like I think that women should be able to be priests. Well, they can't be in Catholicism. Yeah. Um, is I that think, the is that the island you want to go out on? You know, it's like no, they can't. Well, out, you know, when so. I was when I was planning my uh, uh, first wedding, and she was treated very badly by the priest that we were going to get married. I did he not just, know that he was very disrespectful to her, and she did not want to get married there. So we chose what was called old Catholic, and the guy was the guy was ordained a priest uh, by the bishop. You know, in, in direct it was called in direct apostolic succession. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he used to be a priest um, and kind of like ventured off and went back to what were considered old Catholic beliefs, which okay. were like the way back when they actually accepted certain groups. Like, um, And one of the things, you know, essentially I wasn't going to be married in the Catholic Church. Sure. Um, and I was talking to my mom about it. My dad had passed, and uh, – um, I said to her, you know, we're kind of talking about it, and I said, Ma, do you think if I lead a good life and I'm I'm charitable and kind to strangers and give of myself and make fun of Jonah, make fun of Jonah yeah. that I'm going to die and I'm going to stand before God and he's going to say, you know, you were really a good person to people. But you know what? That one, you didn't get married in a Catholic church inside the building. You know what I mean? For sure. Because I said, Ma, we had mass on the football field. We had mass in the gym. They had mass outside at the grotto. Yeah, I okay? remember all that. I said, so it's a, I said, the Bible was written by men, and then the rules of the religion were set by men. The Pope used to be able to get married. Yep. They changed that. Okay, who changed it? Did God come down and say, you can't get married? No, it's by men, and men are flawed. So you do believe that that the men, some men of the people that have been charged of Christianity or the Catholic religion have changed the rules based on things that they thought. but Well, they thought, whether yeah. right or wrong, you know, I've said about George Bush that I don't think he was a great president, but I believe he acted, he did what he thought was best. He did best. what he thought was right. Yeah, okay, I think there's certain politicians that, that do wrong, and they know they're doing wrong, but they do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying all these people did it for themselves, but I'm saying they did what they thought was best. For sure. I don't always 100% agree with it. Do you believe the Pope is the mouthpiece of God? He speaks directly to him? Or is oh, it I don't more of he, like he's just a guy that's the Oh, I think he's, the, a, he's the head of the church. I think there's – I don't think that when he becomes Pope, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden God starts influencing him. Uh-huh. But I believe that if you put the right – like the current Pope we have, I believe that his mindset was developed over years of pious living – and he's a good guy to have in there. Um, I think some popes aren't. Yeah, as, the pope needs to be the representative. He's the representative, yeah. and I believe that he has lived his life in a way that could be a guide for not just Catholics, but for a lot of people. For sure. I mean, this guy. I is, actually like the new pope a lot. I think he's, he's a, he seems so. He refuses to sleep in the Vatican. He he goes up to homeless guy. I mean, yeah. That's that's when I picture the goodness when he was giving a speech and the little kid came up and he kind of hugged the kid and he sat him down in his chair and continued his speech and that's the type of guy that if you're saying this guy is close enough to god to represent god a little bit then that's you know so i don't think anything's ever absolute i don't think that if i do this and don't do this this i'm going to heaven this i'm going okay i you know but so what's what's heaven in Luke Pascal's mind? Seriously, like if you if you had to give me any kind of interpretation, are are your friends and family that are deceased there waiting sure. for you? Yeah, 
Is that the kind of vision you have for to me is heaven to me is absolute bliss. Yeah. And close. I I think even as an agnostic, if you have a vision of what God is, Mm -hmm. and if you're close to God, then you're happy. All right. Fair enough, man. What do you believe in hell and the the circumvent? Can people go to hell? Um, you know, I don't know necessarily if I think hell is a place rather than a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, hell was described to me once, and if you take what I said there, uh, by a priest that said hell is the absence of God. Okay. Um, so I believe, you know, whether you believe it or not, that by the way you live your life, sure. you're close to God. Sure. Because you live, you're kind to people. You take care of people. You're not malicious. You're not self-serving. So if Luke is God, I got. I'm in. <laughs> if he had the final call, <laughs> Luke has a giant ego. All right. He does not believe he is God. All right, you can come in. <laughs> you sit in the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is that to me. Um, you know, you can take it at face value. You can agree with me. You can disagree with me. But that's where I find my place. See now, when I when I look, because I again consider myself agnostic, Allison. Goes to church every week. Mm-hmm. She's planning on going to church right now. She's getting dressed for it, and she's going to be walking out the door any minute. She has not missed a Sunday. I want to say almost two years, I think, and with the exception of a couple of days where she goes on Saturday when she knows she can't make it. Right, like, which is okay. It's acceptable. Yeah, after there's, a, a there's, there's a certain time frame. Yeah, and the and the few occasions uh, before that, I think, where she has missed a day, she beats the hell out of herself over it. Mm-hmm. She just she gets so upset. And she feels like if something bad happens in the course of the day, that that is a direct correlation of her not going. No, it's like me wearing my Cub shirt. At yeah, days and, and I really, it really did kind of remind me of the old baseball like, yeah. you know, superstitions. But that's and where stuff she like finds that. her peace. Yeah, and that's what you can't criticize and anyone I, for finding I find their it, peace. I find it upsetting personally. Like, ah, oh, come on, you know that's. You know, but that's where she finds her peace. I know, and I, that's what you—that's what you need to find. You need to find a, a peace that brings you closer to God, whatever that relationship is to you. I don't think church should ever be considered. If you don't go, then you get like a red strike against you or something like that in some metaphysical well, that's not, sense. That's religion, though. Yeah, and there's got to be certain rules to religion. And what bothers me, I as much as I like to see this pope mm-hmm. saying. Stop tearing into gay people. There are good gay people. Or stop tearing into people who have had abortions. Or they say that because I I, I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, I I see people going, oh, this is, you know, I'm an atheist, but I can get behind this pope because finally they're going to get rid of this and this and this. And I'm like, no, no, there are, you have to tell people no sometimes. Whether you agree with the rules or not on, you know. You have to say, no, you got to do this. Yeah. This is part, you know, the, the whole, and and I'm sure I'll offend some people, sure. but people that go, You're good I'm not it. religious, I'm spiritual. <laughs> Fuck you, okay? <laughs> That's your shortcut to saying, I'm not going to follow anything. I'm just going to occasionally say. It's, it's still yeah. an ism is what you're getting at. It's still an ism, regardless of its religion, that you have your, your atheism, your agnosticism. There's always something that you believe in, which is a belief system, yeah. even if it's not belief. Yeah. So, yeah. But you, you can't just do whatever the fuck you want to do and go, oh, but I'm spiritual. <laughs> okay. They're, they set these rules. Every religion has rules. Sure. You're supposed to follow these rules. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't always do it. 
I don't think that makes someone a bad person. I don't think one religion – I believe my religion is right. That's why I'm that religion. But I don't think necessarily that someone is not going to heaven because they're not that religion. Okay. That was my other next question. Do you think people aren't getting in? No. There's yeah, a good, yeah, you got a good yeah. heart. You got a good heart. All right. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's always like the one like the – I actually have friend, uh, uh, husband. Uh, God, I want to say this the right way. A brother and sister of a friend. They're, okay. um, I don't know what the exact terminology is uh, as far as their belief system. If they're something Christian, something Christian, I can't remember, Christian reform. But like things like Halloween, can't do it. You know, completely a devil-based okay. holiday, weird stuff like that. Okay. And the other ones are, yeah, if uh, you're not baptized, you are definitely going to... Uh, uh, Purgatory, or the, okay. the state in between, yeah. or yes, if you are not Catholic, yes, you're going to hell. Okay, well, and, that, the, and the, these that are works these are them. completely reasonable people, and every other function, like hey, I can hang out with this person, I can hang. Out. He's right. my good friend, but I got to tell you, if you don't convert, you're done. Well, and, and that's their prerogative, and that's you know, um, Allison's think, mom had said when uh, when I w- when I got divorced and she was worried about me. Remember, you told me yeah. that. And I told her, don't. I said, tell her not to worry about it. I wasn't married in the Catholic Church because I know the rules. Yeah, yeah. So technically, Catholicism says you're not married in the eyes of God. Well, okay. But <laughs> See, the yeah, point you, is, the the point is, whatever works for them. And if she's worried about me, I took it as like, you know, hey, thanks for worrying about oh, me. Oh, she does. She, you know, she I'm still like, worries about I didn't take it like, how could she judge me? No. <laughs> You know, I do. I believe in the rules, in the eyes of Luke, if I have a say, I look at you and you're an agnostic and that's fine because I think you lead a good life. I think you're you're kind to people. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I believe that when you die, God's going to go, Nick, you're a, you're a, you're a pretty fucking good guy. All right. And I believe God would drop an F-bomb there. Football. I don't yeah, know. As fantasy football commissioner, I have to do everything because I get no help. That's the same strange thing, man. My brain, like we were just talking, it wasn't that long, this intermission. It was probably like four minutes, and I fucking forgot what we were, That's what fine. We were talking about. Let's move on. I, I do have your uh, abortion and brain reason. What's your one, two, three? Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, do you want to do that now? Sure. All right, sweet. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> um, I didn't bring one this week. I, I started to think of one, but I didn't want to. I don't want to waste it. I'll because uh, I want to get Jonah and a couple of the other guys, Steve and Jared. And if we ever do that, uh, the party, I think that would be a good one. To see if we can pull out. So, okay, you ready? Yes. All right. All right this is one true three. This is uh, Walt Flanagan's game from uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. Right. I, I ain't claiming credit for this. This and is an I awesome. Give you, game, so. I give you three. Right. I give you three things say about myself. Three quick and, stories, and, and then I to... three questions for each story to ascertain <laughs> which one is the actual true one. So there's two okay. lies and one truth. All right. I was once hit on by a student teacher. Okay. Second story. I once had to assume crash position on a flight, and I thought I was going to die. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Story three. Three. I once walked in on a movie I was working on. I walked in on a star getting finger banged in her trailer. 
All right. All three good stories. So the first one was you once got hit on by a student teacher, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, how old were you? I was 17. I was a senior. 17 years old, senior in high school. Uh, what subject was were they teaching? Geometry. So you were 17 years old, geometry is high school. Did no, you... I take that back. It was algebra 2. Okay. Did you act on her hitting on you? Did you act it out? Did you uh, go along? Uh, I didn't realize it until I saw her in a beer tent after I'd graduated. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was going to ask for a fourth question. What was his name? But (laughs) Tom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the second story is you once had to assume crash position on a flight you thought was going down. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Fifteen. Fifteen years old. What were the circumstances of the event? Um, very, very rough turbulence, mm-hmm. and we actually hit one of those air pockets where you drop like two thousand feet. Okay, and it was like my ears were ready to explode because we it was they were almost like not nose diving, but we were tilted down. They were trying to land, and okay. it was they advised that we go into crash position. I got to come up with a good third question for this. Um, what was the aftermath of the situation? What uh, transpired right after it? It's um, They leveled it off and we landed soon after. Okay. And my ears hurt for two days. I wish I had a fourth question for this one. Damn it. Um, okay. Story number three. You once walked in. On and a... I was scared to fly from that point <laughs> on. You once caught a starlet. I walked in on her on a movie. Okay. What was her name? Her name was, and I always, oh, we can edit it for the show if you want. No, no, Claudia Christian. Claudia Christian. I don't know who that is, so. She, well, I can't tell you because you got to ask questions. Yeah, 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 I get more questions. Um, See, that's why the three questions are very important. You got to really think about what you're asking. Um. Was there a conversation that took place between you two after you walked in on her? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, I just bubbled. What was the name of the movie? At the time, it was called Quiet Kill. And what did it become? Just because you got to tell me what it... I think they changed it to like Nightmare Boulevard or something. It's okay. It was a horrible movie. Fucking things I've never heard of, so that does not help me. Uh, I didn't get any help from that one with the questions I asked. The most believable story is the first story because it's grounded in a lot of very easily could have happened. I, I know people that have banged teachers. The second one, uh, the second one, assuming the crash position, almost seems too fantastic. Uh, because a rough patch of turbulence, assuming the crash position, almost means you're going to die. And I seriously doubt that that would be something they would just interject in the middle of a turbulence, regardless of how rough it is. The third one, I want I want that one to be true. <laughs> because that's amazing. But I don't picture you walking in, anybody, 
uh, I picture you more of a door knocker or something like that that would have stopped whatever activity she was doing, even if it was true. So I'm going to say the first one is the true story with you getting hit on by your uh, student or the teacher. So uh, what do you th- tell me what's up? You are incorrect. Ah! So, OK, what was the true story? Well, the as far as the teacher goes, um, I had a young student teacher and I she didn't hit on me. <laughs> I saw her in a beer tent later and we were drinking beers together. Yeah, see, that's what that's you pulled it perfect. That's what you do. You take a true story, and you twist the fact. So um, right. the true story is the star getting finger banged. Really? Yes. the The crash thing was we just we, we the dude basically landed the plane at like a forty five degree angle. It was Ugh. ridiculous. It hurt bad. But nobody said assume the crash no. position or anything. No. For, okay, so um, my thought process was right on the plane. So here's the story. I was a second AD, mm-hmm. and part of if you're a second second AD, okay, um, which is what I was on that film. Mm-hmm. Um, you part of your job is to get the actors to set, get them in the makeup, get them to set. Okay. So throughout the run of the movie, and I, I got along with her real well. She was that's the one that signed the Playboy for me. Oh, okay. I got along with her real well, um, and I would always knock on her door, and she'd always like, "Dude, just walk in." All right. See, I knew you would be a so, knocker too. So uh, all right. I, the time I chose to just walk in. <laughs> She was with she was like dating a guy that was like a real small part on the movie and uh he had his hand in her pants. They were laying on her bunk and she turns and she goes, Seriously, this is the time you choose to walk in. Nice. And I kinda nice. laughed and I went, You got five minutes to set. <laughs> and then she came out of the trailer shaking her head at me. Uh, well, I mean, it's her own fault for not locking her door. I'm sorry. She said come in. And telling me to walk in. She said come in. <laughs> A uh, little Dr. Luke time. Sure, buddy. All right. Dr. Luke is a segment on the show where I ask Dr. Luke sex and relationship by, uh, advice questions I find on the Internet. And then Dr. Luke will give me his best professional answer. Dr. Luke. Yes. All right. This is actually a great question uh, because the second I read it, I was thinking of old friends of ours particularly ones that really liked some of the girls that he did, but he was just so out of sorts. There was no way that that was going to happen. The The relationship he thought would evolve for them. Okay. So Dr. Lou, this is coming from a guy. Is it possible to create chemistry or sexual chemistry with somebody that instantly doesn't immediately like you? Sure. You think so? Yeah. Not everything is immediate. There's not always love at first sight. So you think some of these people that we have known over time uh, that have proven to themselves that they're almost like social pariahs sometimes could, could a, change it up. Could sure, because sometimes there's a, a – well, if someone's a social pariah, they're a social pariah. Yeah. That's not the question. The question is can you create chemistry? I love that phrase, by the way, that was coined by Ernie Ray. It's a great – they're a social it, pariah. It's just – it's <laughs> – no, it's 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 uh, if someone if you know you don't get along with someone right away, it could be because there's chemistry, and you're in the wrong situation, and so you you go to the far end. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a thin line between love and hate. So let's go to the there's second. Very strong emotion. The second part of the question is: so some people will automatically always be unattractive to you, right? I imagine like Sandra Bernhard. You said probably the ugliest woman you've ever seen. Yeah, pretty much. All right. 
can sexual chemistry be created? Like between would, me and her? That's that's no. my point. Is it, there... no, but I could certainly do it. Have sexual chemistry with someone that I didn't initially have sexually chemistry with. Uh, okay, so it can be created from nothing. Sure. All right. So to everybody out there, Luffy's always saying you have a chance, Doctor Luffy. So you're saying there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Second question comes from a guy. He says, is marriage counseling bullshit? Uh, He is basically coming from the point of view that he believes marriage counseling is a way to badger the husband in the uh, particular situation, and he feels that they will not have a fair shake because the majority of the time— No, no, marriage counseling is not bullshit because you're taking an entire industry, basing it on one situation, and— demonizing the entire industry are there situations where it's bullshit it sounds like somebody that's never gone and he's if just he's never gone then he's a dickhole and he <laughs> should shut up because he's never gone um <laughs> i think marriage counseling can be very helpful especially when it's needed yeah um it helps open up lines of communication but you got to find the right person for you mm-hmm. you know you both have to be open willing and uh respectful of the other person if you're going in to 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 find out you're right yeah, and um, I think that's what most people do when they're going to marriage um, counseling, right? Yeah, I've been to marriage counseling with my ex-wife and uh, essentially went in there thinking I'm going to get so pulled you, over the coals. That's what this guy um, has a thought about. Yeah, you know, because right. th- I was looking at what I'm doing wrong, what have I done wrong. And in the end, uh, this counselor who I ended up seeing after my divorce, I went back to her because I was depressed mm. and I wanted someone to talk to. And... I went back to her, and she ended up telling me in that process that I was I did as much as I possibly could. Okay, I had done as much as I possibly. She could. She didn't necessarily say you were wrong or right. She said you, you put in the effort. Yeah, she where said you, had to you, you you were. Right. She had, we near the end when we had gotten, uh, you know, we kind of like had our last session, and it was kind of like we just chit chatting about whatever. Mm-hmm. And she had said, you know, I think that if we had met under different circumstances, we would have been friends. Okay, because we got along well. And she also said, you know, would you consider if I had someone for you to meet, would you meet them and as possibly to explore something with? Really? So she thought enough of me that she would have fixed that she me would up. put with a friend. This was, and this was after the fact. We had gone through our counseling. Okay. Uh, counseling was done. I was like, yeah. that kind of sounds a little weird in the middle of counseling. No, no, no. Yeah. It, was, it, was like, it was like she said, I think today's your last session. She's like, I think you've reached where you need to be. Do you feel better? And I said, yeah, I feel great. Ah. Uh. Well, all right, there you go. This, I, I think I agree with all that. As long as you guys are willing to put in the effort, you know, marriage counseling can be a two-way avenue. But I, I definitely know guys that are like, this is crap. I'm just going to get raked over the coals. Nothing so. is bullshit if it helps the situation you're in. For sure. You know what I mean? And it goes back to we talked about religion. If If it works for you, then it works. All right, this last question okay. coming from a woman. You're wrong. <laughs> my husband isn't into sex okay help dr Luke. <laughs> so i'm gathering from this one sentence that i found that uh everything else is going great but this is the one portion of their relationship now that is a weird turnaround that's a tough thing because it, there's a lot of questions. It's almost too basic to even answer yeah. correctly because it's, you know, did it change? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't um, get any what do you that. mean by not into sex? Like he doesn't initiate enough more... or doesn't want to have it ever. I, um, yeah. Everyone's got a different libido. 
Okay, so I'll answer it this way. Everyone has different desires. Mm -hmm. If you're in a good relationship, you sometimes do things you're not really excited to do, but you're willing to do that for the other person if you truly care about them. Is there a way to get him a little bit more excited about it? Talk to him. Go to counseling. Find out what <laughs> find a dig in deep and find out maybe if there's something that would make it a better experience for him and find out why he's not into it. It could be a physical thing. It could be a chemistry thing as far as like not not chemistry between you and him, but your physical chemistry. Yeah. Your makeup, okay? Or something. Yeah. Um and when you've explored all avenues and maybe it's just he doesn't have the same libido. You make sure, you know, he's got to make sure that for the sake of the marriage that he's willing to put in a little bit of time. For and sure. you got to meet him halfway. You can't just say, well, whenever I want to have sex, you got to have sex he, with he's me. He's not an animal. you got to. <laughs> and if that's the it's the same as if a woman didn't want to have it. You know, yeah. you hear it more from women. Well, the women kind of go, eh, I'm over it. I, I think there's another angle here. And again, because the question wasn't very elaborate. Um, there's also something to take into account. What, he, what you were just saying earlier, did it change? Because if he was into it at one point and it just stops, to me, sometimes that can be a red flag. It can be. Of the old... But if you just get bored with it... He's getting on the side. If so. you, get, you could get bored with yeah. it. You know, I mean, you know, you, you, there's an old saying that I, I heard a comedian say once. He said, for every... Blacker the berry, sweeter the juice? Uh, <laughs> no, he said... He said... And he used Cindy Crawford at the time because Cindy Crawford was... She was... Really the hot it, at the time. The it model. And he funny. said, there is somebody sick of fucking Cindy Crawford. <laughs> and he goes, and that pisses me off. But it's true. Sometimes, and it's not an indictment of any individual. It's just you reach a point where you go, eh, yeah, I know you spanked your ass again. Thanks so much for that. You know, so it's. I, I disagree with that community. <laughs> That's because you're an alley rally person. <laughs> but there's a point is, you know what I'm saying? You could just reach a point where you're like, you know, it's just we've been doing this for 20 years. It's like, okay. Let's, let's just watch. I still love you. I'm still attracted Netflix. to you. But it's like. <laughs> eh. Breaking Bad is on. Come on. Yeah. It's a good so, show. Yeah. There's so many factors. That's such, <laughs> that is such a, a very simple question. And there's so many factors that could influence it. I'd like to speak to the person that, that, that asked too. that question. That's a, you know, because. You know that there's probably some... Dr. Luke is, Dr. Luke is a certified doctor and can do marriage counseling. Uh, <laughs> and we'll both take that course and we'll be able to perform marriages soon. Fuck right? that. I can do that stuff. <laughs> All right. I got the Jonas story of the week. Then what about our topics? Do you got any topics? You know what, dude? We're like an out here. We can try and do them. If you, you got anything good? Well, uh, run them some, by me. There's, and some, I'll, there's I'll, some juicy stuff in here. Run them by I mean, me. Like I'll tell can... you if I, if I want to dive All right. One, one of the big ones was... The cop who faked the crime scene in Lake Forest, Illinois, the G.I. Joe cop. Ah, that's too much. But I that's, did get that's a, a I long did get a, topic. I did get a text from Jill about that. Yeah, it's a, and it's she a, was like, you're right. Everyone's extremes. They're either hero or the devil. Yeah. And it turned out the guy was a douchebag in the first place. Yeah. And I, at first I didn't understand what she was telling me. I'm like, what? And she's like, you always said. She goes, Luke speaks truth. We are a society that wants to either make Demonized. someone a hero. Yeah. Or they're the worst person in the world. So it, there's when, no in between. When you when you saw that story, and I think we got to save it for next week because yeah, there's a lot that's of angles. Too much. But that's it's too just much. Uh, the one that uh, Strawberry Jam Hands posted about the um, about a gay couple that <laughs> made themselves father and son, 
in order to become a family so they could uh, get visitation rights in the hospital. So it was a gay couple, and since the, they were told that they couldn't see each other because they weren't direct family members, they decided to circumvent the system. And one of the, the members in the couple decided, you know what? Let's screw up the system. I'll be your adoptive father. Right, I saw that. All right. And then now marriage is, is legal, but they can't annul an adoption. Right. So they they totally got screwed. So they went to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's absolutely amazing that th- this is two people that thought that day would never come. Sure. You know? And you can't blame them for thinking that, but they they tried to game the system, which they did. Yeah. And now the system now is coming back gaming, to bite them. Bite them. It's, it's such a – And as much as I sympathize with them, I think it's fucking hilarious. It is an, it's a, it, that's like a movie story. I don't know how you can twist it into a movie, but that just seems when like so When I saw the headline, so I'm like, ew, they want to marry – That's what I, I, I thought. thought. They, I thought they hooked up while he adopted – after yeah. he adopted him, but then I realized, I'm like, oh, okay. Just a way to game the system. Yeah, and, well, and the, sucks to be you guys. And I was reading about it, and it, apparently you can only annul adoption if it's fraud, and there is no fraud in this case. Actually, there is. Really? They were fraudulent to the system. They weren't fraud. It was one person taking the responsibility of looking out for another system. That's all it was. So it, the only uh, thing is adopt, uh, uh, if – I can't remember what it was, in order to get money or something like that. This oh. was just visitation rights, I mean, or something like that. Fucking so, lie. Hey, he wanted my money. We lied. Now you guys have to say you lied, but then you probably go to jail, right? If you admit to fraud? I don't know. Yeah, it's got to uh, be some, Statute some. of limitations. Yeah, good point. This interesting story. I mean, there's not a lot of meat in the bones there, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Something so. on. We can do that next week. Um, Greg Hardy, the Ray Rice of his generation. <laughs> nah, there's no, really nothing th- to say. There is that. actually something to say more on the media side of things as opposed to the whole situation involving domestic abuse. Uh, Greg Hardy plays for the Cowboys now, right? Yep. All right. This is about a year and a half ago. He beat up his wife or yeah, girlfriend or whatever, something. Like something. Uh, he got arrested for it. At the end of the day, both parties got a settlement mm. and everything like that. So Deadspin, which is a very prominent uh, blog for sports, all right? They they find the Inquirer-style stories to mm. tear shit apart. Mm. Uh, they posted the photos of her from uh, that night, mm-hmm. all beat up. Basically, the Rihanna pictures. She looks jacked. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're terrible photos. I mean, they're nothing so extreme. Like, warning, these photos may be graphic. I'm like, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are all safe for work. I mean, sure. it, it, they're bad photos. Don't get me wrong. Nobody should get hit. But, I mean, it's, it's bruises here and there. And uh, the main topic that I wanted to say is this is a, a case that's been settled. Sure. This is done. Yeah. What gives Deadspin the right to publish those photos when they're all was supposed to be part of the case and sealed? And that's the real Were they story. Sealed? I don't know. They they contacted lawyers before they published the pictures. Okay. And both lawyers said, This case is over with. I have no comment. You can contact this person. And the other person basically said, This case is over. I don't want to hear about it. And they just decided to publish the photos. Okay. So forty eight pictures. What's your stance on that, man? I mean, it's kind of messed up. Because regardless of what a douchebag the guy might be, uh, if you read the entire story, it's 
people well, doing drinks and cocaine and shots. Did he did he beat up his wife or girlfriend? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So those photos are a result. It's not they're not publishing untrue things. No, they're not. That's that was their that's their point. So those 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 types of things. I don't know all the laws, but I know that you have a right to, uh, you know, freedom of information. Yeah. And they're not doing anything. They're not. They're not uh, 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 slandering him. Okay. They are publishing what he did. The thing that I heard on ESPN, which I 100% agree with, when people are all outraged by it, is what did you expect to see? <laughs> Absolutely, dude. You know, and we had talked about it in the past whether Ray Rice was worse because of the video. He's got evidence. Okay, that's but right what did you there. think yeah. happened? Yeah. What did you think? All of a sudden, people were like, "Ah, we'll give him a game or two. and then you see the video and go, "Oh, it's much worse than I thought." He knocked his wife out <laughs> and dragged her out of the elevator. Well, there was no proof of it, and then when the proof came out, well, there was the first was the video was him dragging her. Yeah. Okay. Then the left hook came out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, what did you think happened? Did you think he, like, hugged her and she collapsed? Yeah. Gave her a kiss on the cheek and she went, no, he fucking hooked her. And they think in this circumstance, though, it's like the case is over and done with. Both parties have walked away from it. Uh, So is the NFL supposed to now say? No. He got suspended for the domestic violence. And so that's why I I told you Ray Rice's suspension was too short. Mm. But that's what they gave him. So it should have stayed. He got fucked. Yeah. Now, it's things like this, man. I mean, the freedom of information is good to have and all. Yeah. But when something is done, um, regard, again, I'm not saying this dude's, you know, off the hook. And he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. And so does she. Uh, but it's done. It's done. So if a website takes it upon themselves to make a sensationalized story about these photographs, what, what they're trying to damn the person even more because it's been a year and a half. And I'm not saying the guy went on the straight and narrow or anything like that. No, he's a dickhead. But he's he is paid for what he did. Again, Michael Vick, he paid for what he did. I don't like him. Still don't like him. I'm not going to like this guy anymore. But what gives a, a media outlet the right to do that to basically rekindle the fire, rekindle the hate? And that's what I kind of don't I don't get. Well, I what because they're the media, and that's what the media does, and that's their that's their mo, and it's always their mo. Attorney Luke, if uh, Hardy came up to you and said, "I want to sue Gawker Media and Deadspin," do you take the case? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> on what grounds, Doctor Luke or Attorney Luke? Uh, on the grounds that it could make me money. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What grounds? No, if you had a reasonable idea of how he could go after invasion of privacy, invasion of privacy, he printed something that was well settled or and, something along and, those lines. Uh, character assault. Yeah, it kind of is character assault. When I read it, I mean, again, he's already a douchebag. You're making him double douchebag or something like that. So, I don't know. It's kind of a tough one. We'll uh, do this next one next week. Uh, we've had a request from Barback Bill and a couple other people. To do a presidential field lineup, considering that we are one year away from uh, election day, so it's one week, one year, and we'll go over the candidates. Just we're gonna, a couple we're sentences. We're going to talk about everybody but Bernie Sanders, so Barback Bill can 
<laughs> pull his hair out. Actually, he wants your opinion on the GOP more than anybody else. So um, there's only two. I give it to you now. Um, I like Carly. Um, no, no, no. I like no we're gonna Marco go, Rubio. We're going to depth. I'll, I'll get I think questions. Trump's an ass clown. We'll get um, and I think Ben Carson would be as far as politics. I think he's pretty good. I get a little sketchy on some of his personal passions. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go over it and fine tooth comb, but we got to get to the Jonah story because it re- it relates to beating women. Beating women? Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I had when I had drink with Mister Scotch, we recounted the Jonah story of him kicking the wall. Uh, wait, what is that one? When he broke the wall at the hotel when they were on at uh, oh yes, yes, and he he had to take them down to get to he wanted them to be mad at Jonah, and, and Jonah nothing. was like, "I'm sorry." And they're like, oh, thanks for coming to us. And Keith said he was mad because he wanted Joe. He's like, wait a minute. He, that, he's supposed to get chewed out here and feel bad. And he's, he's they're making him a hero. Yeah. yeah well, he was mad. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He talked to them. And, then, uh, he, and he, then the front desk clerk made out with Jonah because uh, everyone does eventually. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was mad at me back way back then. It was the one story he didn't really want me to tell because he didn't want to be viewed as some sort of like angry dude. Greg Hardy-ish person. Yeah, Greg Hardy-ish. <laughs> And then he punched me, and they revealed the pictures a year later. Greg, Greg Schneidy. And it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, uh, we should call him Greg Schneidy from now on. No, there was this one time Jonah hit a woman, but it wasn't real. This is the story of Jonah and karaoke. We had our big Sigma Delta karaoke contest against all the other fraternities and sororities at Lewis University. And I forgot all about this. But this is when Britney Spears just became popular. And she had this video out, Hit Me Baby One More Time, where she wore a Catholic schoolgirl outfit and danced in the hallways with all the backup singers yes, and everything Yes, I like remember that. this. So we're like, you know what? Easy costume to pull off. Which one of you girls has a, a Catholic schoolgirl outfit? And Allison Brightchrist is like, yeah. I got one. Mm-hmm. So she brings it. And we're like, okay, all of us, you guys just be the backup dancers. And she'll sing the song. And I believe it was Jonah's suggestion. He's like, no, 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 no. This is too boring. This is too boring. Like, she's in a Catholic schoolgirl outfit, but it's just her singing in front. Mm-hmm. How about this? How about every time we get to the chorus and she says, hit me, baby, one more time, a guy will walk up and slap her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go with it. Allison yeah. was all about it. It's funny. Yeah. Of course, the audience didn't realize it. And there's a video of this, too. Which I remember great. seeing it. Yeah. I, for some reason, I was there. <laughs> So this is what I remember. Since the audience wasn't in on the joke, mm-hmm. sure enough, the song starts. She's doing, the, oh, baby, baby, all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And Jonah walks up on stage. And if I recall, there was nothing but girls on stage with their, like, shirts tied in knots. And nobody, there was no guys at this point yet. Yeah. And Jonah walks up with a black shirt and blue jeans. And he looks like the biggest thug on the planet for some reason. And he grabs her and he does a backhand. If I remember, he spun her and he, for, so her face is away from the audience. Yeah. And does a very theater-esque backhand. But this is all I remember. <gasps> all the crowd was like, what the fuck? And so, because they're stupid. Yeah, of course. And the five caps are kind of like nodding their heads a little bit. Like, did that dude just hit her? And then she got up. And then the laughter start. But I still think for an instance... And I said this to him for about three seconds. You look like a date rapist, and he didn't appreciate that. Let me ask you a question about that. <laughs> First off, I, I think you don't understand what date rape is. Huh? 
Well, that was the start of it. <laughs> I'd understand. <laughs> Secondly, do you think that they could have done that now? That's a great question. And it's kind of one of, you know. No way. That was only 1998. And it was so funny because, like, yeah. once you got the joke, John Garza did it second. Yeah. Uh, at the very end, it was another guy that hit her. And then I ran on stage and mugged her. I took her wallet. And I ran away. Okay. So that wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be. It's a funny we're, thing. We're hitting her because she's a girl. It was just like, your song is really annoying. Yeah. And we're slapping you because it's annoying. Let me, so, all right. It's a great question. Go in though. line with the drop your freshman girls off here thing. Yeah. Hilarious. We could not do this again. Now I'm no. thinking about it. There's you no think way. about, but you put that sign up when I was in college, it would have been hilarious. Yeah. So. Wow. You know what? If Jonah was here right now, I think he'd agree with both of us. You can't do that. You couldn't do that sketch. You can get away with a lot more vulgar things, but when it comes to any kind of uh, domestic violence humor, mm. and it, again, it wasn't even domestic. It was like, you yeah, know, and then you walk away. No, nothing's funny anymore. Everything's offensive. That makes me a little sad. Generation, I remember generation how, butthurt. I remember how funny that was in person uh-huh. and how much, like, after they realized it wasn't real, how much the crowd laughed at it. Yeah. And now, wouldn't get the laughs. There'd be some angry stares, I think, from administration. <laughs> you accosted that poor woman. Greg Schneidy. Oh, uh, well... All right, we'll save some of these other conversations for next week. We got a big chunky show. Uh, got anything else, sir? Uh, no. Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. Um, that just happened. The Vag Dialogue, Something Gate, Das Drunks. We didn't get to record our Oktoberfest episode, but we will. If you're in, Luke, would you like to come on over and drink some beer? As long as it's not an IPA. No, it's going to be uh, beer. <laughs> Good beer. <laughs> Uh, and of course, listen to us. The mothership. I always want to say that with a German voice for some reason. Die mothership! Nine! <laughs> Why'd you say the mothership? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm still kind of drunk from Vegas. For Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Later. <laughs>